to Morris is his name and football is his game. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's T. Higgins. Do we believe in him? Maybe. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Y. Slicker. Join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, baby, earn your chip. Oh, man. Feeling good today. Just finished up a draft. Looking good with the team. Yes, it was a real draft, man. It was a best ball draft, but it felt good. Got that shit in there. Um, But today we're going to talk about T. Higgins, wide receiver from the Cincinnati Bengals. Right now, T. Higgins is currently the second wide receiver, the the second target hog there of the Cincinnati Bengals behind Jamar Chase. And, of course, he's got Joe Beasy, Joe Shiesty, Joe Burrow, throwing them the ball out there for the Bengals. But the question that we have is, can we trust him? Can we trust him to return value here for us in fantasy football this year? Can we trust him to do that? That's the question. Now, currently, T. Higgins is going as a top 24 player. He's going in the second, late second, early third, if you're in 12-team leagues. Um, he's the wide receiver 14. So, you know, he's going pretty high in PPR scoring. That's PPR scoring. He's going pretty high there, you know. And the question is, again, can we trust him? He's going as the wide receiver 14. You know, to put that into perspective, that is a high-end wide receiver, too. Now, let's take a look at what he did last season, man. Because, of course, you want to take a look at, you know, what he did there. Now, we want to start at the surface level and then we want to drill down. We always want to do that. We always want to start at the surface level and then we want to drill down. And the reason why we want to do that is because... We want you to know all the facts here. Every single thing we want you to know about it. We want you to know the facts here. Now, T. Higgins played 16 games. He missed a game. You know. um, And within those 16 games, man, he had uh, 109 targets. He caught 74 receptions for 1,029 yards and seven touchdowns. His counterpart, Jamar Chase, played 12 games. He had 134 targets, 87 receptions for 1,046 yards uh, and nine touchdowns. So it was clear who the number one guy was when they were on the field. Or is it? Or or is it clear? Was it clear? Now, of course, with T. Higgins here, man, and the the one thing that you got to understand is that, yes, he missed the game. Um, and then with the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills in week 17, they didn't complete that game. So 
that count to that counts towards his 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 points per game, his points per week. That counts towards it, which in twenty twenty two he finished with thirteen point one fantasy points per week, which would have put him at a wide receiver twenty six. But of course, you know, somebody says, oh man, that's not fair. You know, you don't really want to count that Buffalo game. Because that's bullshit, right? And I can understand where they're coming from. And then they also say, yo, he basically finished as a wide receiver 18 overall. Only playing like 12 games. Or 13 games. Because... You know, there were some games that, you know, of course he missed the game, but there were some games where he had less than uh, 26% of the snaps on on uh, during the game. And they're speaking about the Baltimore game in week five. He only played about 18% of the snaps. Zero points. That counts towards the stuff there. Then in week 14, he only played one play. He only ran one route. And that was a zero for him as well. So what we did here to kind of help him out here is that we took out all the games that... And then there was another game where... In week one, he only played 26% of the snaps. So we took out those games, man. We took out the game week one where he only played 26% of the snaps. We took out week five where he played 18% of the snaps. We took away week 14 where he only played one snap. And then we took away week 17. So we took away four games. And when we took away those four games and we did his averages, He averaged out to 16.5 fantasy points, which would have put him at the wide receiver 12, which is a what? A wide receiver one. So, he had the opportunity to be a wide receiver one. People saying, nah, 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 man. I don't don't believe it. Like, well, the numbers are there. 16.5 fantasy points was what he would have averaged taking out those four games, which is, again, wide receiver 12. That's wide receiver one. But what I wanted to do is I wanted to drill down just a little bit more on it. But before I drill down a little bit more on it, this is what I want to tell you that he did in the thing, with the things that we've already showcased. So he had those 109 targets, which was roughly about 6.5 targets a game, 6.5 targets a game. We'll round up, we'll say 7 targets a game. That was 26 the most wide receivers, which, again, he's getting targeted like he's the main guy on a team. He's getting targeted like he's the main guy on the team, even though he's not the main guy on the team. He's getting targeted like he's the main guy on the team. He, you know... 32 receivers, those 32 receivers are the wide receiver ones on their team. They're targeted like they're the best receiver on their team. He's targeted like he's the best receiver on somebody else's team. That's how he's targeted. So we like that from him. You know, his route participation was 80%, 81%. We like that. 
you know, his target share on his team was only 18.6% because other people are targeted more than him. And, and again, that's, that's what you get when you're playing with Jamar Chase. But, again, showing his route participation there at 81%, we like that. His air yards, he was averaging about 70 air yards per game. Top, top 32. He was at number 26 with that. You know, we want him to have more deep targets. He doesn't have the deep targets behind him. He only has 17 deep targets. That's one deep target a game. That's okay, but we will want to see a little bit more than that. Um, he had 12 red zone targets. That's good for 36. You know, it's okay. I mean, these things are okay. We, they're, they're pretty decent. And his average depth of target, 10.7. This is pretty decent as well. So the things that he's that that's happening for him is pretty decent. You know, yes, within him, within his offense, he's the number two. But he goes to anybody else's offense, he's the number one in their offense if we're looking at what he's been able to get. But the thing that got me here was to have such a good quarterback in Joe Burrow, his catchable target rate was 69%. That is not good. That is not good. We don't want that there. We want that to be higher. Now, again, we talk about how great of a quarterback Joe Burrow is, and for the B, for the B is, as good as he is, why does his accuracy suffer when he's throwing it over there to T. Higgins? Why? I, I don't that's something I just don't understand. Maybe, you know, maybe you got to go look at it. But maybe it could be the pressures that he's seeing because Joe Burrow's catchable pass rate is only 74%. For to be as good of a quarterback as he is, you would think that his catchable pass rate would be better than that. That's just my opinion. No need to go spread it around. Even though I know you are. It is okay if you do spread it around. But, you know, you would want to see him throw more catchable balls over there to these guys. And, again, when you have such great receivers, you don't always have to be pinpoint accurate on these passes. But we would want to see his catchable target rate go up from there, man. We want to see him get, you know, 90, 85 to 90 catchable targets uh, within that, within the, the stuff that's coming to him. And I believe Joe Burrow is capable of doing so. I believe he is capable of giving, you know, giving better passes to, to, the, to this guy here in T. Higgins. Now, the other thing that we want to look at, it, and again, I, I told you guys, man, we're okay with his deep targets, even though it's mid, it, it, it's low uh, wide receiver one as far as, you know, you want to see that very much so higher, but it's okay for what we're looking for for him. You know, we like his, 
And of course, the main metric that a lot of people look at now is that yards per route run. He's over two yards for that, so he's well above the league average. He's at 2.09 at yards run per or at excuse me, yards per route run. He is I was glitching there for a second there. I'm human glitching out this motherfucker. But yeah, he was 2.09 yards per route run, which was good for 25th. So he is above average with that, and that's what you want to see. And his true catch rate, 97% of the passes thrown his way, he caught them. You know what I'm saying? Like he's catching the passes, even though the catchable the, the catchable target rate is not great. He's catching passes. That's thrown his way. And he also could catch contested passes, man. 52% contested catch rate. You know, he's catching those those balls that are thrown to him that are contested. Um, he's not getting the separation that we would like out of him. Uh, we want our guys to have uh, above 1.75, closer to 2. We want you to be at like 2 yards of separation. But he was at 1.7. It's a little nitpicky, but you know this is what we look for when we're talking about our our guys that we want. But he's he's made up for it, man. And his in the way that he's able to catch those contested catches and the targets that he's getting, he's earning targets. Even though some of the things are contested, he is earning targets. He earned over 100 targets as being the secondary weapon on the team. Now, again, we're drilling down further into this, man. How did he do with Chase on the field versus how he did without Chase on the field? We're going to start on what he did in the nine games with Jamar Chase on the field. With Jamar Chase on the field, man, he had... Games of 19.1, 14 .3, 15 .3, 25 .4, 10 .7, 14 .3, 12 .5, 16 .3, 26.8, and then he had a 1.7, and that was in week 18. Yes, he did play that whole game, so we did count that one. You know, unfortunately, that particular game, uh, that was against uh, Marlon Humphrey and the Baltimore Ravens, and... Even when he was, you know, when he was playing the Baltimore Ravens in week five, one of the games that we did throw out where he only ran six routes, you know, he didn't get any catches on that one. And then, you know, he ran 42 routes against Baltimore in week 18 and had seven targets but only had one reception for seven yards. And then we're not going to say that, oh, that was a fluke because – Again, when he played them, they, they played him back-to-back -back weeks. And he played them in the playoffs. And in the playoffs, he ran 30 routes, got six targets, four receptions for only 37 yards. And he only scored 9.7 fantasy points. So Baltimore seems to have his number a bit. Like, they, they know how to play against him um, to try to keep him from being super-duper effective. Now... Again, all season, if we're not counting those games that he only played a certain amount of reps, excuse me, 
where he only ran a certain amount of routes, his lowest point total was that 10.7. So in those nine games, we tallied these up. We put them down for 15.7 fantasy points with Chase in the lineup. That would have been good for wide receiver 13, which would have been a wide receiver two. Now, without Chase, he showcased his skill to the to the highest degree, 13.9, 13 fantasy points. Then he had 23.8 and then 24.4. So in four fantasy games without Jamar Chase, the man put up no less than 13 fantasy points. The average was 18.8, which would have put him at, uh, damn, where the I, I thought I had that written down. I apologize. Let me get that uh for you guys here. That would have put him in full point PPRs. At the wide receiver position. 18.8 fantasy points would have put him at wide receiver five. I'm sorry, six. Wide receiver six. So he would have been wide receiver six. That's a huge jump. That's a huge jump. But like I said, his average wide receiver 12. So we're going to look at this guy and we're going to say, man, yo, he's a legitimate wide receiver two. He's a legitimate high-end wide receiver two. Where he's being drafted, he's being drafted as a wide receiver 14. That's right where he should be. So he's going right where he should be. If you're getting... T. Higgins, you're hoping that he returns value where he is, which I believe he will. So do we believe in T. Higgins? The answer is yes, we believe in T. Higgins. You could draft T. Higgins where you're drafting him if he drops a little bit. Uh, so if he slides a little bit, you're definitely getting good value for him. I believe he's right where he should be. Um, but if you have any concessions about drafting him where he is going right now, and again, we're talking about as far as where he's going around other players. If you have any concessions on drafting T. Higgins at the top of the third or, at the, you know, then you have uh, as far as quarterbacks are concerned, you would potentially have Jalen Hurts there. Josh Allen might be there for you as well. Um Wide receivers, you got DK Metcalf, you've got Keenan Allen, if you have any concessions with that. Uh, you know, if you want to draft a running back there, you would have Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson. And if you wanted to draft a tight end, you could draft uh, Mark Andrews or even Brees Hall at the uh, running back position. So you've got options if you decide that you don't want to go with T. Higgins where he's going. Um, but where he's going, he's going in the middle of some guys who might be more valuable. Uh, but that, again, it, it depends on how you're building your team. So if you didn't, you know, if in the first round you went running back or you went quarterback with Patrick Mahomes and you desperately need a wide receiver here, you know, between him, DK Metcalf, or Keenan Allen, I'd, I'd – Order them Keenan Allen, then T. Higgins, then DK Metcalf, just because I don't know if DK Metcalf is going to return the value where he's being drafted right now, but I'm pretty sure Keenan Allen will. Um, 
And again, the DK Metcalf situation was Jackson Smith and Jigba coming over to that team. Them guys going to run more three wide receiver sets. And I believe Jackson Smith and Jigba, that dude is a beast, man. He is really, really good. Tyler Lockett is still really, really good. Having all three of those guys on the field, I think it's going to hurt DK a little bit, but it's not going to take him down to where he's not going to be fantasy relevant at all. But I don't believe he's going to be, you know, that that high-end wide receiver two. I think he's going to be maybe a mid-level wide receiver two, uh, somewhere around 18, 20. Um, but that's just my take on this situation, and I do believe that, T. Higgins is a guy that we can believe in and we can trust him um, because he gets the ball thrown to him. And it is what it is, man. The guy, you know, they throw the ball a lot over there with the Bengals. And um, it's T. Higgins, it's Jamar Chase. Those are the guys that they throw it to. So I believe you can believe in T. Higgins, man. Draft him where He's being drafted if you'd like. If you have any concessions about that, the only thing I would say is maybe you're looking at the fact that you want to get that that rushing upside quarterback at that particular pick in the third round, or maybe you want to go with your running back at that in the third round because you went wide receiver heavy in the first two rounds or whatnot. So it all depends on your roster construction and how you're doing with your picks. But T. Higgins is someone that we can believe in. I appreciate you guys listening to me as always, man. Join the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Browse that shit, check it out, choose your addiction level. And of course, as always, be true to thyself, embrace your addiction, and earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.